Jones resets in the shotgun, gets the snap, hands it to Elliott, who goes sweeping to the left side, gets to the 20, loose to the 30, to the 40, down the left side to the 50, goes Elliott, he's going to take it to the house, 30, 20, 10, touchdown, Ezekiel Elliott, 85 yards. You are listening to the Buckeye Sports Blitz. Welcome to the show. My name is Nick. Thank you for joining me. This is the Buckeye Sports Blitz. This is an Ohio State football podcast, a sports podcast, college football podcast. So uh, please go to the show's website, thebuckeyesportsblitz.podbean.com. That's how you can listen to the show, download it, like it, follow the show, share the show. Um, yeah, so let me know what you think. Uh Put a comment on there. Email the show, thebuckeyesportsblitz at gmail.com. Send me some of your uh, your top moments this decade. It's been a, a turn of the decade, so it's been a crazy up and down 10 years, and you think about the amount of talent that came through Ohio State this past 10 years. And that's pretty much what I want to talk about is my favorite Buckeye this decade. It's Braxton Miller, and really he's my all-time favorite Buckeye ever, and I'll tell you why. So the 2011 season, I think, I think he saved. He saved the program. It made Urban Meyer's decision to come to Ohio State a whole lot easier that he had Braxton Miller there, a former five-star. Everybody wanted in the country, it seemed like. Urban recruited him hard to go to Florida. And he, he stuck it out. He stayed here during that six and seven season, not knowing what, you know, who the next coach was. I don't believe any players transferred that year. And his freshman year, he was Big Ten freshman of the year in 2011. Up and down season. You know, you finish six and seven. And really, if Gene Smith would have decided to take a self-imposed bowl ban at the end of the year instead of playing Florida, a meaningless game, they probably the following year would have played Notre Dame for the national championship in 2012 instead of Alabama. Because Notre Dame and Ohio State would have been the two undefeated teams. And yes, I do believe Notre Dame had no business being on that field with Bama. And Bama would have killed us too that year. But with Braxton Miller and a fairly solid defense that year, and Carlos Hyde, really. And that offensive line, if you remember, it's Andrew Norwell, Corey Lindsley. That was a nasty offensive line. And I'm taking my money on Ohio State against Notre Dame. So, that's one championship left on the table. And I really believe if Gene Smith would have taken the self-imposed bowl ban, that year Urban Meyer's playing, he's winning a national championship in his very first year at Ohio State. And that season, that 2012 season, the undefeated season. Braxton threw for just over 2,000 yards. That's not great as a quarterback. 15 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. But running the ball, he had over 1,200 yards running. Almost 1,300 yards rushing the ball. But he didn't play as many games as everybody else in the country because of the bowl ban. So he left yards and touchdowns on the field. 2013, his junior year, he really started to put it together. I think that year he was a finalist. 
he made the top five for the Heisman that year, except it was one of those goofy years. They only invited three players, which was bullshit. He was one of the most dynamic football players I've ever seen. He just made people look stupid in the open field. And he had one of the the strongest arms in college football when he played at that time. In his junior year, he started to put it all together. He was 63% passing, 24 touchdowns to just seven interceptions. And still, running the ball over 1,000 yards and 12 touchdowns. He's a two-time Big Ten MVP, two-time Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year, two-time quarterback of the year in the Big Ten, and 2011 freshman of the year. And I blame Ohio State coaching staff for why he can't play quarterback anymore. The Orange Bowl. He he was, you could tell, he was getting the shit beat out of him. There's no business he should have been in that game. We, that year, had the best backup in college football and smooth jazz, Kenny G, Kenny Guyton. And potentially he was rushed back too soon from injury. That's so why he tore his shoulder again. That's my opinion. But I don't think he should have been in that game. And it's a shame. His senior year, I think he's winning the Heisman. He's definitely getting invited. That team ended up going and winning the national championship anyways with the second string and third string quarterback. Just a real shame. I still think about it and fantasize about it. His senior year, what he could have done. And look at where the NFL is structured now with zone option reads and running quarterbacks. I think if he didn't get injured with his arm strength and his running ability and you look at the NFL now, with Lamar Jackson, former Heisman Trophy winner out of Louisville, just won an MVP in the National Football League. And he's running and throwing. So the NFL has changed. And I think Braxton Miller was before his time. And if he didn't get injured, I think he'd be one of the, the better or young, one of the better younger quarterbacks in the NFL. So it really is a shame that he was doing this before Deshaun Watson before Lamar Jackson. And just It's really upsetting that we couldn't get to see that last year. Because, uh, yeah, I, I think with all that talent and with Zeke that year, that would have been something special to see. But, yeah, so. And you think how hard that probably was for him. All those guys that he recruited through social media said, you want to be great? Come to Ohio State. And they're going through the whole offseason. People speculating while he's changing positions, catching balls with Mike Thomas in the offseason, trying to keep it under wraps. Might have been like, I listened to the Zach Smith podcast. I encourage you go listen to that. That's a it's a really good podcast. And he was talking about that. I think it was like Mike, uh, maybe Cardell, the quarterbacks, and Zach were the only people who knew that he was working in the offseason, changing positions. So going through that, all the speculations, is he going to Oregon? Is he going to leave? To the point where it, it, it probably broke his heart knowing how much he loves and cares about Ohio State. 
he bleeds scarlet and gray. So that was probably really difficult for him to go through that. And basically his first game back, speechless. Here's what he did. Miller in the shotgun. Gets free on the edge. Braxton Miller's loose. Spin move. Miller headed for the end zone. You think he's made an impact in his first game at H-back? Wow. Again, I think people forgot how explosive Braxton Miller is with the football in his hands. When you get him out on the edge and you give him a little bit of room, this is what he can do to not just Virginia Tech, but anybody Ohio State plays. Watch his spin move. I think in the Madden, that might be the B button. You damn right, Herbie. That was the B button. That was probably the most sickest football move I've ever seen. I remember I, I, I got up and just started yelling. Just, holy shit, what did I just see? You don't see. That's a video game move. It was just, for me, loving Braxton Miller. Feel like I'm always defending him. To see that moment, man, and I have goosebumps now just listening to that. So that's why Braxton Miller is my favorite all-time Buckeye and favorite Buckeye this decade. Just what he can do with the ball in his hands. It's going to be a long time, if ever, if we see that again. Justin Fields, he, he's athletic. He's a good runner. He's a really great runner, but he doesn't do the things that Braxton Miller could do. Same with JT. JT's just a bowling ball. He could mow you over. And was a, was a really good runner, but still couldn't do the things Braxton could do. So I want to hear from you. Please email the show. If you're a Braxton hater, bring it on. I want to talk about it with you. Tell me why. But I think just as far as him being an Ohio State ambassador, his love for the university, and athletically what he did here. I don't know that we're ever going to get somebody like him again. I think he's the ultimate Buckeye. So moving on, I want to spend some time talking about the transfer portal, specifically football. Go to... 247sports.com under the season 2020 football, and then you can click on the transfer portal. It's basically it's the whole list. You can go by position. There's it's crazy. It's now it's free agency now for football. So I think it's changed the landscape of college football. And Ohio State just benefited from it. With Justin Fields, you get the best quarterback available. Then the following year, this year, Trey Sermon, running back out of Oklahoma. He rushed for over two thousand yards his career at Oklahoma. He's a solid back. And remember, Buckeye fans, he was the starter when Oklahoma came here and beat us. And he was solid. So if you remember, he, he, he's a really good football player. So it's two years in a row Ohio State has taken advantage of it. But then this year, Westerville, local kid, Jalen Gill, he's transferring. Running back, receiver, H-back, something like that. I know he, he jumped around a few of those positions. But you can go in the portal and get yourself a really good player and fill a need if you have the scholarship room. Like Jonah Jackson from Rutgers, who just got drafted in the third round. He saw an opportunity. He came to Ohio State. Ohio State had a hole to fill on guard. He played for one year. 
made the best of his opportunity, and now he's going to be playing on Sundays. Got drafted fairly early in one of the earlier rounds in the third round. So, really, this is it, it, it's going to be interesting. And, and you thought you had to walk on eggshells with, with these kids, these prima donnas, and coddle them? Boy, it's going to get worse now. You look at a guy wrong, he's out. So, and you look, Ohio State, this past 2020 recruiting class, have two stud quarterbacks coming in. Jack Miller out of Arizona and C.J. Stroud out of California. Two completely different style quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud has a little bit more, more moves. He's not an elite runner, but can run. Real good passer. He's a bit mobile. Jack Miller's your prototypical pro-style quarterback. So that's going to be interesting. Two highly recruited quarterbacks. So in two years, one year, three years, who's going to be the guy? Somebody's going to leave. And again, I just talked about the past recruiting class. We have four insane just guys coming in at receiver. Julian Fleming. Mookie Cooper, G. Scott, and, uh, oh, can't remember the other, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. All those guys are top elite, number one wide receivers. And that's with the room with Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, Williams, and those guys still got here. That's Brian Hartline. So, That'll be interesting, maybe if one or two of those guys don't get on the field. Are they going to leave? Because, you, you, like I said, go on, 24-7 sports, look at the portal. There are there's some guys you can go get. Four-star, five-stars, a lot of four-stars. A lot of players uh, available immediately. So, really, college football and these teams, it changes from year to year. You could kind of predict and, and, and look at the recruiting rankings or, or their roster, their personnel. That, oh, okay, these guys will be good for a handful of years. Not anymore. It changes year by year. Look, Ohio State fans. You went from Tate Martell, uh, Matthew Baldwin, I think Joe Burrow, or Dwayne Haskins. In one quarterback room at one time. Then the following year, that's when Justin Fields had to come in. Dwayne went to the NFL. Joe went to another school. Tate went to another school. And so did Matthew Baldwin. So it's just, and same with the running backs. We got a guy out of Oklahoma, Trey Sermon, like I mentioned earlier. That immediately just boosts Ohio State's roster and depth. Master Teague, he's coming off of injury. I think so is Steel Chambers, Marcus Crowley. I think all those guys, maybe Steel Chambers is the only one that's not on injury. I know one of the other guys. So I, I really do believe the transfer portal has shifted college football. And... Let me know what you think. Email the show, thebuckeyesportsblitz at gmail.com. What are your opinions? Do you like it? I, I like it. I'm always pro-athlete. I want to support the athlete and the student, and I think it's great. 
if a kid wants to go else, go elsewhere and play, or he knows he's not going to get an opportunity. Look, the whole Joe, Joe Burrow thing. If he didn't make that decision, and a lot of the old fart white guys out there that say they're wimps or they can't handle it, you 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 stick out your decision. But that was a business decision. And we'll talk about that in later episodes if Joe Burrow would have stayed. We don't know what he have done at Ohio State his senior year, what he did at LSU. There's a whole lot of different factors that why that happened. Joe Brady, NFL genius, offensive coordinator for the Saint uh the Saints, New Orleans Saints. Joe's senior year, he he now was on the LSU staff. And Joe already graduated. Joe wasn't going to classes. So he had time to study the playbook. And they were running NFL schemes with Joe Brady. So and they have and they have a lot of good players too. So uh, what they're they're recruiting really well right now, LSU. But we don't know he would have done that here. So chances are, I, I mean, we don't know. But if he didn't leave, who knows? Does Justin Fields come in? So if he doesn't leave, do you really think he's getting drafted number one? No, he's probably sitting behind somebody. LSU needed a quarterback. So that, that that's a business decision, and it worked out for him. And he made himself a whole lot of money because of it. And then you got, like, Tate Martell. Obviously, that guy, I can't, he were committed to, geez, I don't even know, four, five, six different teams. He was all over the place. So that's not a surprise, and he is one. One, I question his decision why he went to Miami. They didn't do anything schematic-wise that suited his skill set. Tate Martell's from the, the West Coast. He should have gone UNLV, one of those small schools out in the West Coast to do that option read he's good at. So he went there, and now he's leaving again, I believe. I don't know if he, he actually stuck it out. but So you got a question. That's a kid that maybe things didn't go his way. Think he can leave, go get some more playing time. So, and that's sort of where you can weed those guys out. So, if you're jumping around a lot, yeah, I mean, I usually those guys they don't do a whole lot. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray from Oklahoma, and Baker Mayfield from Oklahoma, they, they had success doing that, but it usually doesn't work out when you go to two, three different schools when you jump around. But this transfer portal thing, it's really interesting. So please let me know what you think about it. What are your opinions? Is it good for college football? Is this good for Ohio State? Right now it is. Like I said, we just had Jalen Gill from Ohio State. Westerville local entered his name in the portal. So he just can't get on the field. He was a former five-star. So some guys they know. And you look at the talent that's already here and coming in, it's probably the best decision for him to leave. I think he's a redshirt freshman. So, those are just my thoughts on that. Let me know what you think. So, thank you for listening today. Please reach out to the show. 
thebuckeyesportsblitz.podbean.com. Follow the show, like the show, share the show with your friends. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to talk about. What are your opinions or thoughts on Braxton Miller? Do you agree with me? And if you don't, tell me why. Is there something you want to add to it if you're a Braxton Miller uh, fanboy, so to speak, like myself? Or if you're a Braxton Miller hater, uh, tell me. Email the show. Tell me what you think, and we can argue about it. So please, uh, again, thank you for joining me. My name is Nick. I'm excited and and hope everybody is enjoying and can contribute. We can just kind of do this together, get to this goofy, weird time together. Be safe, Buckeye Nation. Go Bucks. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Fuck the Wolverines. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Fuck the Wolverines.